Hey guys and gals, we're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra, and you're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast. Buckle up because we're about to get gabbing. Dun, 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 dun. It is <laughs> the season finale of both, ironically, at the same time, The Bachelorette and of Girls Gone Gab season one. Yeah, it's um, basically the Super Bowl up in here. Um, for the first time in basically this entire season, um, Mackenzie and I actually got to sit down and watch an episode together in the same under the same roof so that's not normal not normal i mean even i mean like obviously we're normally in separate cities but then like the timeline has been different this season with obviously the finale going up till almost christmas so i'm back here in louisville for the holidays and today is Tuesday night. So we just finished watching the uh, second half of the finale together. And now we're here to give you all of our hot takes and thoughts on the end of the season. Yeah. And before we dive in, um, we're taking another sip of our White Claw. Um, I've got a mango. And I have lemon and... <laughs> So basically, I was supposed to get wine for this evening, and I had a struggle at the grocery store. Like, I don't know, this Kroger I went to does not apparently sell liquor, and I could not find it anywhere. So I was running out of time. I could not miss the start of the show, and I just got White Claws. And I've never had the lemon, mango, tangerine, tangerine watermelon pack. Yeah. And tangerine, I I would give it like an eight and a half out of ten. Okay, so, mango mango is pretty good too. I would also give mango like a solid solid eight. Yeah, lemon, I'm gonna go a five. <laughs> really, it's not bad. It's just not good. So it's a five. <laughs> it's like it's just there. Like I can drink it and not hate it, but I'm not like, ooh, I want another sip for the flavor. But you also had the expectation of it being more like a lemonade, and it's not yeah. that. Yeah, so like if you like lemon-flavored things, then it might be your vibe. But if you only really drink lemonade and don't mess with lemons otherwise, <laughs> like, it, probably not for you. But that's what's disappointing, because like I've never seen the tangerines stand alone, and I feel like that might be my favorite flavor of them all. And I feel like if it only comes with lemon, then... yeah. It's not for me. Both of us were like, watermelon, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Put yeah. it at the bottom of the pack. Oh, man. Anyways, um, before we break down this episode, we wanted to maybe get into some other kind of, I don't know, pop culture type stuff that's going on. Is that right? What? Oh, like what? what's going on in Bachelor Nation or just... Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> like, do we want to start there? I feel like... Well, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like most of my most of my thoughts and opinions around Bachelor Nation kind of have to do with Ben. That's where my mind. So maybe is. so maybe save it for uh, it, it. It'll make sense with the commentary versus me just like saying it all at the beginning. I think so. I feel like we should just go kind of in the order of how these episodes go, unless okay. you have anything else. You need to tell. That's fine. Tell the crowd. That's fine. I don't have any breaking news of any kind, so let's just k- keep it rolling. Yeah. Um, so let's back it up to yesterday's episode. Monday's episode was hometowns. Yeah. Which I actually just watched this morning, so it's still pretty fresh. Um, <sighs> so we have the guys. We have all f- three. 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 I'm like, ugh, my brain, we've, we've been through a lot, okay? We, and I, it's, it's like whiplash. I can't remember. Is Ben there? Is Ben not there? Is Bennett there? Is, is, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I mean, who knows? Honestly, like, it's confusing. Yeah, so we, we're stuck with, stuck with, sorry. <laughs> we're left with Ivan, 
and Zach and Brendan. Yeah. So solid top three. We're going into fantasy suites. Um, obviously awkward, kind of like reminiscent of last season when um, Maddie and Victoria and Hannah Ann had to stay together while going on the overnights because that's not typical for um, like the overnights week, but I guess because they're all at the same hotel and just for the effects of drama, they're all together. So they, they start off with that all in the same room. Chris Harrison comes in and basically announces that Ivan will be going first for his uh, fantasy suite date. And I think I caught this wrong, but Zach C said something like off to the side quickly saying he wouldn't want Ivan to date his sister, much less his girlfriend. I think that's wrong. I, I think, know. I, I know, but I, I don't could. think that's what he said. I think he was like, I wouldn't want, like, I don't think Ivan would date my girlfriend, but I, basically, I think he was saying, like, he'd be good for, like, a sister, but, like, like not, not my, my girlfriend. girlfriend. Like, he's he's not, like, Mr. Studio Girl, but, yeah. like, he's a good enough guy to where I'd be like, all right, well, you could date my sister, but, like, yeah. my girlfriend, nah, you have no chance. I think that's what he meant. <laughs> I'm like, that made a lot that. more sense because I just heard it so quickly that I was like... Wait, I was yeah. like, sweet baby Ivan, what did he do? And I'm like, <laughs> Z- like I've never known that Zach had beef with Ivan, and it was just like brushed over so quick that I was like, he he couldn't. Have I'm that. like, I don't really think it was intended for beef because Zach seems very much like a harmonious kind of guy. Yeah. So I don't think it he would meant just it be that very way. random too to like all it of would, a sudden now. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what he meant. I think he was just kind of like, he's he a nice guy. Sister, he could date my, my sister, but he ain't taking my girl. I got this. Yeah. Okay. Well, that means I think it was just sense. like, I'm not worried. Yeah. <laughs> so we go from that, like offhand a comment to the date itself. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting or competing, I guess, for the Guinness World Record of the coldest, longest kissed. And this is <laughs> this date. Can I just, Ivan. I feel like he's been given some like weird situations. Meanwhile, his first his first date was them like playing games and like the floor is lava. And now here <laughs> he is on his second date with her, essentially uh-huh. the whole time. This is only his second date. Yeah. And they're like, let's get in this ice bath and have this non romantic kiss. Yeah. Let's just put <laughs> our lips together and shiver for six minutes. Well, first of all, I just I feel like we we know that that lie detector test a couple weeks ago was the most baloney thing we've ever seen. Like, there's no way. I mean, you know, JoJo is not well-versed in how to read heartbeats and, like, baseline. Like, no, <laughs> that it was, was, it was hooked real. up to a MacBook and, like, three random lights. So my confidence that this is really setting a Guinness World Record book, like, was that random guy that was there, was he, like, an official? I'm pretty sure someone from Guinness has to be there to, like, officiate it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was probably one of their, like, extra sound guys that they were just like, hey. Can you pretend Can you just come on the set for a moment? And, like, some of the comments Chris Harrison made about whoever that guy was was so weird. He was just like, well, we all know that you were an orphan from Antarctica or whatever. I was like. What is this? This is just this is a joke of Strange. a date. They're just watching them sit there in these ice baths. Yeah. Well, two. Okay. Coldest, longest kiss. Coldest implies that there is a certain temperature that the water needs to be at for this record to be set. I did not see any thermometers. I'm like, I'm all about the details, and I'm not think, seeing the details. I think Chris Harrison said that before they got in, they checked the temperature, and it was like 40 degrees or something. 40 degrees yeah like that's the other thing too they act like they are at like jumping in to the arctic yeah. because from what i see this is a regular ice bath that football players jump in like daily i'm not saying i do it daily i'm not saying it's so easy but they're really exaggerating this like they're gonna get hypothermia and die and meanwhile <laughs> we know it's like 115 degrees outside like this has to feel good if anything I just feel like, what kind of date is this? Like, you're not even spending time with each other, like, one-on-one. Like, this is a spectator event of a date. And it just, I don't know. I feel like I haven't got a little gypped, honestly. Well, yeah. So there's that. And something that I love that, I mean, they do on all the Bachelor dates. So this is nothing new or shocking. But, 
like how they draw comparisons to the real world from like these most random kind of like horny dates. He says, he, he relates it to like, you know, this, this is showing Tasha like I'll be here for the hard times. And I just wrote in my notes, dot, 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 like an ice bath. Like, you know. Like if we can get through this, we can get through anything. Like, like this ain't a hardship. Like, this wait. is the ice bucket challenge, essentially. <laughs> if we can get through an ice bath together, then, like, we can totally handle when, like, you get cancer. Like, I'm like, no. Yeah, so, but I, I totally, I get it. I get it. And um, the only thing that I could think of when they were, you know, actually in in the act of the kiss <laughs> and time had started was, like, when they first started, they were, like, laughing because just of the awkwardness of the situation. And all I could think is, like, they have to be snotting into each other's, like, noses slash faces because, like, one, when you're laughing and you're that close, (laughs) like, there are air droplets being passed. And then, two, you know when you get, like, really cold, your nose starts to run. Like, that just had to be, like, not sexy. The whole thing was not sexy. I mean, the whole thing, none of it was romantic, cute, sweet, in any kind of way. And they kept showing Ivan's hand underwater, like, touching her butt. And I was like, why do they keep zooming down on this? Like, He was holding on to her for dear life, honestly. They were just, like, shivering, holding each other, nodding into each other's faces. And I was like, I would not be like, yeah, yeah, this is my... Overall, not impressed with the fact that this was their last date they, together. This is the best they could plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, disappointing there. And that's pretty much the, like, first half of Ivan's date. Yeah. They move on to their, you know, their little evening portion. And they talk about, you know, how great their hometown was. And just, like, how comfortable they already are with each other. And how much they, like, open up to each other. And... All of that is fine and dandy. I still feel like at this point they lack. Just like the chemistry. There's like a a, fire that's not there. Yeah, like a spark of some sort. I don't doubt that Tasha like has a connection with Ivan because they've shared a lot of personal things. But I just don't see them being like physically like intimate. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't think that she was going to like cut him loose like then and there or anything like that. But. She does offer him, like, the fantasy suite. Yeah. So they forego their rooms or whatever, and they go to their fantasy suite. And their fantasy suite is this trailer. (laughs) Meanwhile, it is, like, one of those little trendy, like, Airbnb type of trailers. But I'm like, what? Again, once again, Ivan getting gypped from the experience. Like, if the RVs are rocking, don't come knocking. (laughs) I'm just like, why did they... Okay, I know we're not to Zach's um, fantasy suite yeah. yet, but, like, Zach's room God, was, like, this, sweet. this big, romantic, like, king-size bed, probably, like, rose petals, candles, snacks yeah. galore. And Ivan's like, well, we got this little trailer with, like, a little, tiny little bed in the back. And <laughs> I'm like, and we got a bench outside. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I think they were just trying to, like, be creative, like, when they did the whole windmill thing you know and they did the boat with uh hannah and tyler oh, i forgot about that yeah so i feel like they try to like make it unique because it's mo most typically in the past been just like a big suite at whatever resort they're currently staying at yeah but yeah i don't know if like rv is the move but also don't know that i'd be like thrilled about a windmill or a boat either because those are also equally small yeah but also they were probably in like exotic locations yeah that it made it more so it was probably a little bit more cool to be in a not parked in the windmill parking lot (laughs) exactly (laughs) they're just got this little trailer parked outside i'm like this is not i mean it's not it's not as sexy they're camping yeah that's what they're doing in a parking lot yeah it i'm not saying it's not cute it's cute, but for this moment that is the fantasy suite, this is not my fantasy. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not. The RV? Okay. Well, yeah, so we have that, and it seems like they have a good time, like, you know, in their interviews. Yeah. Um, and all of that surrounding their time together. It's not really clear whether, you know, what happens in the RV. 
Um, but the next day, Taisha, I think, kind of makes a comment of, like, it was a good time for them to be able to, like, get to know each other on a deeper level of, like, morals and just, like, those kind of, like, deeper big topic issues. But she doesn't say much more than that and acts like it's a good thing that they got to talk about those things. And her and Ivan both seem, like, in a positive, great mood. And that's kind of, like, where we leave that. Like, Ivan... When he rolls back into the room of the other guys, like, he looks like he's on cloud nine. Like, he's, he's like, yeah, we had a great night. I didn't sleep at all. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like, everything's great. And then uh, Zach's just kind of like, all right, cool. Like, he's yeah. just waiting for his turn. He doesn't say a whole lot. And, like, meanwhile, Brendan's, like, sweating bullets. Like, Brendan, I feel like the whole time looks like, I don't know how to describe the way he looks. He just looks like he doesn't want to hear anything. <laughs> He's like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. He just feels uncomfortable. He just looks very uncomfy. But Yeah. So then it's time for Zach. Yeah. They kind of just breeze past it. They're like, everything's good. Yeah. Zach's date card is like, let's explore each other or and something. And then Zach makes it extremely weird. It gets weird. It wasn't weird. And then he makes it weird <laughs> in his side interview. I, I forget the words he used exactly, but he was just like, explore each other. You he know what kept I, saying explore. He was like, Ex, you know, and we'll see what we explore. And I'm excited to explore Tasha, And like kept doing like eyebrow raises. And I was like, oh my gosh, make it stop. Make it stop right now. <laughs> no. I was like, wow, he really said explore a lot in that little side interview. It just felt like 15-year-old boy like going on his first date kind of vibes i'm like zach you are 36 calm down don't you don't have to say all this out loud you can think it just don't say it also did you catch his like matthew mcconaughey little yes he was like all right all right all right he was like stoked on this date which (laughs) they end up just doing um like body paint murals rolling around on the ground gets really weird it's a little weird it's just a little sexual like I feel like Ivan got sit in an ice bath and snot on each other's faces. And they're like, Zach, all right, rub paint all over Tisha's body and then roll around on a canvas together. Yeah, they're like, you know, putting handprints on their butts and just like just literally just dripping the paint all down their bodies. It just felt like one of those moments like we shouldn't be here. Uh, yeah, it was like, mm, this is... Which great for them. Like we can clearly see the chemistry is there between the two of them. It's there. Oh yeah, it's not lacking by any means. But yeah, it was it was an intimate uh little date there. Um I don't know, it was just a lot of touching and a Except lot of like Except there's not much to say cuz there was not much conversation. Exactly. It was a lot of touching and rolling around. Uh, then afterwards they they have a little shower session and uh it's just it's a lot. Yeah. So, then they go from that I think to the the dinner portion where they both say that they love each other, which I feel like they've already kind of touched on, but like, I guess not as clear and as boldly as they do at this. Yeah. I feel like they have already expressed to each other that they, you know, are Are falling falling for each other. other. They're falling for each other. But Zach comes out and just says that he loves her. And she says, I love you too. It's a big moment. Yeah. Which maybe we should back it up because also Ivan expl- expresses yeah. his love for Tasha. Yeah. We kind of didn't mention that, but um, sh- he says, you know, I know for a fact that, like, I love you and I don't throw that word around. And, um, and I guess I just, like, didn't really pay attention to the fact that he hadn't said that before. Because mm-hmm. when he said that, it kind of took me off guard because I was like, wait. Ben just got sent home because he didn't say that he loved her or, like, she just felt like she wasn't getting emotion from him. And then now they hadn't said it. I I haven't been keeping tallies on the I love yous this season, so I can't remember exactly who said what when, but that, that kind of, like, threw me. Yeah. I just, I guess in my mind, assumed that he already had. He probably said something along the lines of, like, I'm falling for you kind of thing. Danced around it. He danced around it but didn't actually say it. Yeah. Um, and I think Tasha probably knew, like, I'm the light of his world. Like, he, yeah. this boy loves me. It's obvious with yeah. Ivan. Like, he's just a little puppy dog. Yeah. And 
She but didn't he, get as many signals from Ben. Exactly. I think Ben was a little more guarded and yeah. he didn't say much and she was like, I need you to be obvious about it. Yeah. And he just wasn't. Yeah. So, but anyways, back to Zach. <laughs> yeah. They love each other. And that's that. And then they do their little dancey dance <laughs> on the bed. They do their little dancey dance in the morning. They wake up and they have this giddy little sleepover moment. I'm like, is this like an early 2000s movie? Like, what is this? They're jumping around on the bed. He's like wearing her little pink um, little robe, silky robe. And in his little side um, interview, he's like, what am I doing? I don't, I've never jumped on a bed with someone before. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it went, it went great. It went swimmingly for both of them. And, you know. Zach basically comes back to the house. He is obviously, like, you can tell he's very smug. Like, he feels very confident, I think, in his overnight. But he still doesn't, like, reveal too much to the other guys. I think he's, like, pretty good at keeping, keeping it separate. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he does say, <laughs> he goes, but the one thing I will say is she's the real deal. <laughs> I know. I was like, again, well, I don't know why he chose to say that in that moment when he just walks and back. And those words. Yeah, I don't He's just like, you know what? It was a good time. You know what? I will say this. She's the real deal. I'm like, okay, cool, Zach. <laughs> Again, just like giving off like kind of camp, camp counselor vibes Yeah. to these guys. And, and then it's Brendan's turn. Yeah. Brendan's so. little card. Um, I think it said like... Let's take a look at our future or something like that. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't take notes, but so yeah. this is just going off my memory, but something along those lines. And I think this is probably one of the worst dates I've ever seen. I know. I know, I know that I just like crapped all over Ivan's no, date. No, This Bar- is the worst date Brendan I think I've ever seen. Brendan got the most gypped. This is horrible. Like, first of all, never mind the, like, intimidation factor. Never mind that altogether. Just the fact that, like, what what man enjoys ring shopping and is like, yeah, this is a great date for the both of us. Like, that's just usually a more female thing that the guys just kind of, like, do. It's just a stepping and stone. And he's blindsided. Like, yeah, like he's not there ready is, for it. Exactly. Normally, when people go ring shopping, I'm sure that they talk about it beforehand. Like... I'm sure that the man or woman is not just like, surprise, um, we're looking at engagement rings today. Like, usually that's like something Before you talk about. Before knowing you're getting engaged. Exactly. Also. Exactly. The whole thing is just so unprecedented. And I'm like, Neil Lane has never, never made come an, in this He's early. never made an appearance this early. Yeah. So I was just like, what? Poor Brendan. He's sweating the whole time. He looks so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. I mean, he looks like a little deer in headlights this entire He's time. Like, He's just nodding. He's not really saying a whole lot. Yeah. I'm like, um. Meanwhile, Neil Lane is like being this little like car salesman. Like, let me show you these earrings and these bracelets and these necklaces. At the handmade, finely crafted from the best materials. I'm like, what is this? I'm ready. <laughs> if you live in like the Louisville area, I was just like, shanko.com, diamonds, rubies, sapphires, and pearls. Like, what on earth? Yeah, it's just, it's uncomfortable. It's clear that he's uncomfortable, and it's clear that Tasha's picking up on the fact that he's uncomfortable, I think, at least. And, I mean, that's all there really is to say about the ring portion. Well, then and, he sticks around. Yeah. Like, they don't even have, like, a moment together to chat. Like, Neil Lane sticks around and is like, let's chat a little bit more. Let's, like, have brunch. Like, he's, like, yeah, one he, of like, them. Yeah, he, interviews them. Yeah, it's odd. He's, like, so you know, what are you thinking about these next couple of weeks? And I'm like, well, she's just awkwardly has to be like, um, well, I have to send someone home. Like, what do you want her to say, Neil Lane? Yeah, it's just, it's weird. And the vibes are off. Yeah. Then we get to the like dinner portion for them. And this is where it all turns. (sighs) It's, um, it turns to shambles. Quickly. Quickly. They just barely sit down, and Taisha, I think she had the expectation of, like, having a conversation with him about, like, what's on your mind? Like, I can tell something's wrong. I don't think she saw this coming. No, I don't think she thought he was going to send himself home. 
he basically dumped her. Yeah, like she was like, "Oh, we're just gonna talk through the hesitation." Like, let's and just move talk on. about what's on your mind. Like, let's get through it. Um, I think she would have probably been understanding at this point. Like, she did, she wasn't giving off vibes that like she was concerned, like wanted yeah. to send him home. But yeah, Brendan then just drops this bomb of like, "I don't think I'm ready." I've got a lot to work on. Like, I'm still very broken, and I've got to, like, pick up these pieces. I mean, he's just, like, going in depth of just, like, his not readiness for marriage or for this relationship with her. Which seems like a lot. Like, it feels well spoken out that I'm like, has he been thinking about this for a long time, and we just never really got a glimpse into that? Or did he just, like, realize all of this I while he, shopping for rings? He was like, I'm broken inside. I think he just cracked. Like, honestly, I think he thought, like... Maybe he was trying to, like, convince himself that he was ready. And I think he was so. like, I'm not. I think so. I think he, like, felt ready this whole time. I, he was a front runner at, at the beginning. I yeah. think he, like, came out hot. Like, yeah. Tasha really liked him. He was one of the... He was the first date that she went on. Yeah, a lot I of think, the guys, like, said that they saw him as a front runner. Yeah, so I think he was just, like, guns a like, on this high. And then, you know, he's starting to see all this other connection mm-hmm. that she's having with other people. And now he's like, oh, shoot. Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm really ready for all of this. Like, I'm not as ready as I thought I was. Um, so then he's just like, pieces out and it's like a, he's not really as emotional. I mean, he's emotional, but not like, he's not sobbing or anything. No, he doesn't seem as... But he's a very calm guy. Yeah, he doesn't seem as like maybe emotional as we would expect him to be though. Yeah, at this point you would think he would have been a little bit more emotional because of how invested everybody is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tasha, I think is just kind of speechless um, one thing she said that I thought was kind of like very self-aware, I guess, is she says, she's like, I don't really know what to say right now. And she goes, but I do know that like if my, my younger self would have probably been really pissed off at you, but she's yeah. like, but I, I get it. Yeah. Like, I think she just kind of like had to accept it. Cause she was like, I can't fault you for like not being ready. Yeah. I mean, so. I think she, she has a level of understanding, obviously, because they kind of have been in the same shoes of being divorced before. So, like, I think if she had not been through that situation, it probably would have been, like, more upsetting. But she's probably been in the same spot that he's in now. Yeah. But, yeah, she just kind of walks him out. And he's like, I wish you the best. Like, God bless you, you know. On it this seems journey. like very like formal, almost like business like. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like, um, and now it's done, and I'm leaving. Yeah, like have a blessed day, like that's literally what it seemed like. Yeah, and she was like, okay, and he gets in the car, and she starts. She loses it. Yeah, I mean, she loses it, and I think he realizes in that moment, like how much <sighs> she was invested. Yeah, he was like you know, it broke my heart to see how upset she was. Like, it's like he didn't even realize she cared that much. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. But he also doesn't seem like, it doesn't feel like a Ben moment from the last episode of like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. He has no regrets. He's like, oh, I didn't realize that, but I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it was kind of like a, oh, shoot kind of moment, but But not like a. He still seems confident in his decision. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he has regrets. I don't think he's like, oh, I didn't know she felt that way. Like, let's patch it up. I got to go back. You know, like, he doesn't have, like, any hesitation there. But um, Taisha then drops kind of a bomb on us as the audience. And she's like, "Um, I thought it was going to be Brendan. Like, I thought about him every single day. Like, every day I thought it was going to be him. And that kind of shocked me, like, a little bit. Did it shock you? I don't know. I mean, I, I've kind of, like, toyed back and forth with this whole season of thinking if she thought that it was going to be Brendan or if she thought that it was going to be Zach. To me, those were, like, the two that she connected with the best off the bat. And in my mind, all along, I thought she connected really well with Brendan and Zach, but I always thought it would be Zach in the end just because Zach seemed more ready 
and more invested himself, which obviously came to fruition. Yeah. But I I wasn't really sure. I could tell that, like, you know, from the get-go, it seemed like those were her two front runners to me. Yeah. See, I don't know why, but all along, up until last week, I... I for sure thought that, like, Ben was going to be top two. Like, I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, I think she's really into Ben. Not that I thought that, like, they had the best, strongest connection. I just thought, I can tell she's really into him. I think he's going to go to, like, the top two. Yeah. Over Brendan. Because I don't know why. Like, I liked Brendan personally, but I just didn't think that she seemed to like him as much as she liked Ben. So I was just a little surprised by that, uh, her saying those words. I was like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I guess for me, I just, I always felt like, in my biased opinion, that there was, <laughs> there was like some type of emotional piece that was missing from her and Ben's connection. That there's a physical attraction there, that they really liked each other. All of that, but there's just some type of like emotional level piece missing, kind of like on a deeper level. Even though even though Ben shared some like very personal things and they had serious conversations, it still felt like something was missing that her and Brendan did have. And maybe that's just because they had the shared experience of the divorce mm-hmm. and like she couldn't really relate to Ben's, you know, history and stories. I don't know. But Yeah. And I feel like the whole time, Tasha, even though Ben was like you know, explaining himself and, you know, talking about his past traumas, she still was like, I still feel like there's something he's not telling me. I still feel like there's something missing. Like, she was saying those things. Yeah. But I still thought that he was going to make it pretty far. So, but anyways, Brendan, Brendan is gone. And I was like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I really didn't. Now, enter Ben. Yeah, exactly. Well, Taisha has this little, like, side morning conversation with Rachel. Yes. Lindsay. And there's some foreshadowing there because she talks about Ben. Yeah. Which you know the producers were like, Rachel, ask about Ben. And then, because they know Ben's coming back tonight. Yeah. So they they have that. So that's our little foreshadowing before Mm -hmm. Ben even enters the scene. And then Ben rolls up and he goes to Chris Harrison first. Yeah. Um, which I think they bonded because Chris Harrison's already posted on IG about Ben and like I think he they like loves him. I think a they became, I know, I was like, I think they became bros or something this season. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Um so I don't know, maybe he just felt comfortable going there first. I don't know if he had to like ask for permission or what but <laughs> father chris yeah exactly he was like father chris um i just want to talk to Tasha. just want to make sure <laughs> that's that okay with you first um but yeah he's just kind of like i need to tell her how i feel yeah but i think it's weird that he's like i don't expect to come back like i don't expect anything from you but like i just need to tell you how i feel because this seems very reminiscent of what bennett just did so i need you to explain me how this is different how is it different well i don't think it's different in like the specific steps well i feel like it's different in several ways like yes he's coming back to tell her he loves her with no expectation that he's gonna get back whatever but i feel like bennett was cut for much much more different reasons like, he was involved in drama in the house. I don't think that Tasha had that strong of a connection with him to begin with. And it was earlier in the season. I know not that much earlier, but earlier in the season, like, he wasn't in the final four kind of situation. And she didn't send him home because she was like, well, he didn't express his emotions to me and didn't tell me how he felt. Whereas with Ben, she got all the way to the the hometowns of meeting his family and it seemed like her reasoning was like she just wasn't getting enough out of him. She didn't say it's because you didn't tell me you love me, but it seemed like it was kind of tied to that. And then Ben, obviously, because he was planning on telling her that, it seemed like he felt like, well, maybe if I told her that, it would have it changed things kind of situation. Whereas, like, 
with Bennett, maybe he thought in his head if he came back and said that he loved her, it was going to change <laughs> things. But, like, I don't think any of us thought that it would. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I just feel like they're two different. It's the same situation, but different people. So, it clearly is different because Tasha takes him back and she didn't take Bennett back. So, there's I mean, something yes, there. yes. But I just feel like when Bennett came back... She was all like, I can just tell how genuine he is. And, like, he just really means it when he tells me he loves me. But, like, Ben comes back and says, I just need to tell you that, like, I love you. She looks annoyed. Like, she just was like, what do I do with this? Like, what do I do now? I think, but I think that's coming from, like, a more genuine place. Because I think in her mind, she probably, I think because she liked Ben more and she just thought like, well, he, it's easy to write someone off when you're like, well, they weren't that into me. And so I guess it's not meant to be. And then she's down to her like, you know, final men. And she's like, okay, I've got this in the bag. And then he comes knocking on the door and it's like, why didn't you say this before? You've now put a wrench on all of my plans. And yeah, I was second guessing myself and it just like complicates things. Versus like with Bennett, I feel like... I don't want to sound bad, but it's almost like a, oh, that's cute. Like, it's really genuine that you love me. I'll think about it. Yeah. Kind of thing. But, like, she's not, like, emotionally so distraught like she is with Ben. And yeah. that's why it kind of, like, comes out as frustration or annoyance. Yeah. But she does let Bennett stick around. I mean, for an for hour. For the rose ceremony. Yeah, for, like, um, a night. <laughs> but she she invites Ben to stay for the rose ceremony. And... I just, I don't know. The whole thing to me seemed a little, like, forced. I think in that moment that she wasn't sure about the whole thing. I mean, it's pretty obvious that she's like, I just don't know. She doesn't know what to do. Her mind is foggy. But she just, like, lets him come back anyway. And I'm like, I, to me, I'm like, clearly she's pretty invested in the other two. Yeah. And I feel like Ben kind of came in and just, like, really screwed it all up not like i'm blaming him yeah i'm just like it changes it it shifts things quickly it changed everything and i think uh, i don't know yeah so (laughs) i guess before we get too much into the rose ceremony to kind of speak on ben coming back there's been a lot of commentary around Bachelor Nation this week, around Ben, about the possibility of him coming back, about him not saying I love you. And again, know that my I know that my comments are a little bit biased, but he's been, I don't want to say getting hate, but a lot of suspicion and, you know, I don't know, naysayers this week. Multiple podcasts that I've listened to and just like different people in Bachelor Nation, Bachelor Nation, um, like questioning, questioning if he's there for the right reasons. Is he coming yeah. back? For Some people re- think he just like wants more airtime. Yeah. Is that or what you're getting at? That there's also claims that everyone think, or not everyone. Some people think that he is just aiming to be the next bachelor. Um, there was also criticism, uh, that of his sister and talking about the last episode, mm-hmm. I don't want to say criticism, but kind of criticism that his sister is apparently like a known fan of the show and that like they think that him and his sister are kind of fans and like that that kind of like threw his intentions into questions which just rubbed me I, I get it I get where all the concerns are coming from from everyone so I'm not saying they're not valid but it rubbed me the wrong way because I just think that certain people in Bachelor Nation have this attitude of, like, if you go on the show and you know about the show beforehand or you applied yourself or you're a fan or whatever, like, that your intentions must be, like, ill or, like, it's almost like a, I don't want to say an elitist thing, but, like, you you can't want it. You, You just need to, like, have stumbled upon... The Bachelor and end up in Bachelor Nation and how dare you like want it but like obviously the people that are in Bachelor Nation ended up in there somehow like they wanted to be whether someone else nominated them whether they were recruited recruited whatever like they ended up 
They on said the sh- yes to they, the opportunity. They said yes, and they're in it now, and they're like these people that are making commentary and stuff on this are clearly still a part of it if they're still invested in the show. And so, like, that just always rubs me the wrong way of, like, well, like, you just you just need to be, like, too cool for school. That, like, you don't care about the show. You don't know who anyone is. And you just, mm. like, roll up to the mansion accidentally on the night that it starts. So, and just, like, I'm like, what does his sister have to do with it? I'm like... <laughs> Well, because I'm sure some people think, oh, well, if your family or if they're anyone in your family is a diehard fan, like maybe they're they had like a game plan going forward, like yeah. of how to play it and how to get far, and like maybe share these exact stories or share this or do that. Yeah, you know, I can understand where somebody yeah, might I think get that. The concern. But who am I to say that that's what they did? Yeah, like. I would never point the finger and be like, I think that they're just, you know, playing the, the system so that they can become the next Bachelor. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know that to be true, so I would yeah. never do that. But and I also there's think, always gonna be there's always gonna be haters, people there for the wrong reasons. <laughs> I also think too, like this whole idea of like you shouldn't know what the Bachelor is or anything like before you come on, because like you might be there for the wrong reasons. I'm like, to me, it seems like almost like your intentions would maybe be better if you know, like if you know the show, like, because if you've watched a past season and you're like, oh, I really love Ben. I want to go on his season. Then like you're going for a specific person. Now, not everyone like signs up knowing who it's going to be and that it's a specific person and all that, but you've seen the show. You're like, okay, I believe in this process, whatever. You could obviously still have ill intentions, but you know the show and you know the people potentially versus like your coworker nominated you and you've never watched the show a day in your life. And you're like, Oh, a TV show. Sure. Like I'll go for it. Like, it seems like you might be going on it more for like TV reasons than like falling in love reasons. You know, I mean, it can go both ways. I feel like there has to be a mix though of people who, semi know the show versus people who don't know the show there's always a mix yeah even if no one like does not know that it exists i know exactly there is no one who (laughs) has never heard of the bachelor and bachelorette franchise ever like it just if so they're few and far between so it's almost impossible to like have never heard of it yeah but i feel like so many people in bachelor nation love to play it like i saw like one episode one time i'm like stop lying yeah. Stop Stop trying to be cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just say you've watched the damn show. It's not a, like, it doesn't make you a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyways, so that criticism, I was like, I don't think that that necessarily means that he's there for the wrong reasons. And I also don't necessarily get the vibe that he's aiming to be the next Bachelor. I more so get... Like, I know people have had concern, like, one, because he came back, like, dramatically on this season, and then two, because he's been very popular and also very vocal on social media since the show's been airing. If any, if out of those two, I had to pick one, I would say his social media behavior would point more towards a a run for for Bachelor than his time on the show, because he doesn't give me the vibe that he's coming back to get heartbroken. Exactly. To become The Bachelor. He wasn't trying to be, like, the center of attention. Yeah. Like, he wasn't coming back to be like, I'm the star of the show. I'm the main character. Like, that. he wasn't giving off those vibes. Like, I think he really thought he messed up. I think he was like, I think that I, you know, didn't say all the right things and I need to redo. Yeah. Whether, you know, she takes me back or not. Like, that seemed pretty genuine of him. Yeah, it didn't look like he was aiming for her to then break his heart and then hopefully he'll be the bachelor. Yeah, because... Like, I don't even think he was thinking that far ahead. No, well, we already know Ben's not this, like, super emotional creature. So it's like, if he gets broken up with again, I'm sure he's not... His game plan was not to be like, oh, I'm the one that she... She broke my heart. Like, I'm gonna... Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that was his angle, but... And I just don't think that most guys think in that way. I feel like, if anything, the girls... I don't know. I... In the past, I've gotten more of the vibe from girls on The Bachelor of like, well, if I don't make it, if I'm eliminated in the final two or final three, then maybe I'll be The Bachelorette. But I just feel like guys just like, they're, (laughs) 
men not men don't think that far ahead. They're just not even they're not even there. So that's just like my opinion. Also, too, like people saying that like his being fans of the show. I I think if I remember correctly, when he was on um Becca and Rachel's podcast, he said that he was recruited. So I don't even think anyone nominated him or that he like applied. I don't know. I didn't hear that. I didn't listen to theirs. I mean, maybe he's a big fat liar, but I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why you would say that if yeah. like it's gonna get leaked that yeah he did apply or something. So I didn't listen to that one. Yeah, I did listen to Nick Byalls though. Yeah, and Noah was a guest on Nick Byalls podcast, yeah. and they they talked about a lot of things. I I thought it was very interesting. Highly recommend that. If you're into all this, go listen to it because it's pretty eye-opening. Yeah, I heard that. I only I've only like seen clips of it though. It's it's good. I liked it. Um, but Noah, not that he like is you know throwing shade in a major way, but low key, low key, he's very close friends with Ivan. He's made that very clear, like all over Instagram, that like he's close friends with Ivan. So I think he's very clearly Team Ivan. Yeah. Um, but. He basically says that probably, what, like the top five or so, I think, maybe, um, he makes it known that Ben had no idea that Taisha had ever been married and divorced. Yeah. Which was just kind of like a little bit of a red flag. It was like, yeah. wait a minute. Then how deep really was their connection? Yeah. If Noah is like, um, yeah, so me and Ivan were talking about how Tasha had been divorced, and yeah. Ben was like, wait, what? Yeah. And- which, <laughs> like, which could be like Ben didn't like that could be on Ben, but my again and my biased opinion, I think. One, well, first of all, one that shows he's not a super fan of the show because he would have known that by now if he had watched her season or was, like, a big part of Bachelor Nation. Yeah. And then, two, I'm like, okay, this kind of confirms for me the suspicion of, like, feeling like, okay, Ben's been sharing a lot of this, like, deep personal stuff about himself that Tasha seems to be, like, digging out, but... Did Tasha never bring up in one of their one-on-one conversations that she was divorced and she just, like, assumed that he knew? I don't know. It's all very odd. <laughs> he cause... just forgot? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's like... not something you just, like, forget. But also, yeah. if you don't know that about someone, you're not going to ask, ask that. <laughs> like, so are you divorced? You're not going to be like, so have you ever been divorced? Like, that's not someone you, something that you just ask someone. So I don't know... I can't really say, like, one's to blame. I can't be like, like Ben is to blame or Tasha's to blame. But it is a little odd that, like, like, that was something that they said. Like, maybe she felt more guarded because she felt like Ben was guarded. But again, I'm just like, okay, Ben literally was butt naked in front of you at one point. Shared that he had struggled with an eating disorder, had had suicide attempts. And you're like, I just feel like you're not giving me enough and your divorce never came up? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, that seems like a major thing. And I'm like, and then it never does show her, them talk about it. But Yeah, and I'm not blaming Tasha or putting any hate on her at all. It just seems like, okay, it seems like something was just off with their something connection. Something was off. You know? Something was off. Like, it. I don't know. It just seems like maybe they were always on, slightly on two different pages. Yeah. So I think that kind of confirmed it for me then that, Okay, I don't think Ben's her guy because if he's not learning that until the final week, that feels like a big revelation. Yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, um, the episode moves on. Yep. Um, Tasha, so Ben is back. They have their well, they're at the rose ceremony. We yeah, they have their rose ceremony. Before she even gives the single rose, she's like, um, "Ivan, I need to talk to you." And he's like, "Um, what?" <laughs> he's like, "Excuse me, did you?" Did I did I hear that correctly? You said Ivan. So yeah, they have this like little side conversation, and um, yeah, I <laughs> I was talking to you because we were sitting right next to each other. I was like, 
what she's having red flags about ivan i'm like what are these people i'm like what are the red flags like they really keep it very vague and i'm like did i miss something she says like i i feel like our morals and she says our morals and values at one point but then when she's speaking to him directly i think she uses the word religion at some point and i'm like but that's all we get we don't get like there's no explanation we're left on this cliffhanger of like what happened between what was Ivan, the conversation? Yeah, between Ivan being all giddy and leaving their, you know, fantasy suite to now she being like, sorry, something's just like changed and something to do with our religion just doesn't align. I'm like, what? Exactly. And I like And I'm he like- seems a little not surprised. Yeah, well, he goes, he says something about how, like, it's been an issue in the past with other girls. Yeah. And other relationships, and maybe he should have brought it up sooner. And so... We could speculate all day long. Yeah, I'm not, like, a big enough Tasha fan to know her religion or her religious stances. I don't think she's, like, overly religious or very publicly religious. So maybe it's him and not her. Maybe they're two different religions. I have no idea. So we're just left so confused. And then he's just like, I understand. And it's really sad. And he leaves. Yeah. But then he also says, like, if it's not me, then it's no one. (laughs) I'm like, okay, sass. It's the confidence for me. I've been with the confidence in that, you know, going away scene. He's just like, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it was going to be me. And if it's not me, then it's nobody. What if he's the same religion or not religion as Zach and Ben? And he's like, well, little do you know, they also believe in witchcraft. So (laughs) if it's not me, it's not them either. Because we kind of got the vibe, too, that maybe, like, because we didn't see the morning after their um, overnight that it was a big deal, that they had some red flag conversation, that, one, it could just be edited out, but two, was it really not a big deal? And then all of a sudden, Ben came back, and she's like, well, this changes things, and I'm just going to kind of use this as, like, my excuse cop out to bring Ben back. Without being like, I just like Ben more than you. Yeah. I mean, maybe she just didn't want to say it, but it could very well be true. And then meanwhile, Ben and Zach are standing back, you know, at the the Rose altar. Like, so what do you think is going on? You think this is a good conversation? Is this a bad conversation? What do you think? And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, I I think Zach's still just like off put by the fact that Ben's there. He doesn't know how to react. He's not trying to like say anything like mean though. So he's just like, I don't know, man. And Ben's like, what do you think? It's just... (laughs) little bro conversation happening on the side and then she comes back and she's like i just feel really confident in you two and seems really confident in moving forward with both of them doesn't really like touch on the fact that ben's like being readmitted to the bachelorette process and yeah she's just like all right moving on business as usual um you're about to meet my family yeah (laughs) moving right along um so yeah so they both meet her family it's her parents and her two brothers and Ben is first. Um, she has to have this awkward conversation where she explains that, like, oh, I'm so funny story. It's really funny. Ha, ha, ha. She's um, like, we're really – we joke around with each other. It's like, really funny. Like, we have this really funny relationship where, like, I dumped him, and then he came <laughs> back, and he told me he loved me. So, ha, ha, funny. Yeah, which, like, luckily she dumped him. So, like, I feel like the family wasn't really – as suspicious of him versus if like he self-eliminated and then came back then I think they would have maybe questioned his intentions more but because she sent him home and then he came back and was like no I'm gonna fight for you I'm in love with you I think that you know fared well for him and they couldn't really like dock him for that yeah I agree but overall I don't really know that there's much to be said about that interaction I mean her parents seem to think like he's a nice guy and you know he's like got, it all went well there was everything went well bad. yeah nothing dramatic happened and like they ride around on their little bird scooters and they're like okay bye like that's the end of it that's the end of it and zach though comes in totally different vibe very serious very serious just like i'm ready for this i'm ready for the struggles to come like I'm ready for what's ahead. Like, I'm... 
if I have the opportunity to ask her to marry me, like, I'm, I'm ready for it. And yeah. I think Tasha's dad was just, like, eating it up. Like, he was like, yeah. Yeah, I think he appreciated, like, how cautious and how serious he seemed. Not that he didn't like Ben or not that Ben didn't present himself well in their conversation. But I think I think Zach spoke more to Tasha's dad's fears. And so he enjoyed that. And, yeah, he was very serious about his intentions and he did ask, you know, like, or at least bring up the notion that they could be getting engaged in a few days, which didn't seem to really be talked about when Ben was there. Yeah. Which if that was a topic of conversation, they must've cut it out. But, um, yeah, they didn't really discuss that. It was kind of just like glossed over. Yeah. They didn't really show anything serious discussed. Yeah. Yeah. But Zach was all business. Yeah. So, Things go really well with yeah. Zach, and then we're kind of we're done with that. And the next thing we see is Zach and Tasha's date, which is I think is the next day. It seems like. Mm-hmm. So what are they? What I are know they, I just like I'm had like, a what? brain fart. I'm like, what did they even do? I just remember the end when they were um. like on the couch and then on the bed. But what did they do before that? Oh, they were at the park on a bench. I don't think they did any activities. Like, they were talking on the bench, like, outside. And Tasha seemed just kind of, like, somber of, like, you know, is she ready for marriage kind of thing. And he could tell that something was kind of off with her. And then they were on the couch inside. And he was talking about, like, it's my nine-year anniversary of being sober you know, and she was like, I'm scared of someone running away. And he's like, me being sober is what allows me to not run away. And then they like laid on the bed and we're just like, I love you. I love you. Huh? Yeah. She- <laughs> Good synopsis there. Cause I totally like blanked. I was like, what happened? I think that's it. Like, I don't think there was an activity unless I'm just blacking she was, out. She was just very giggly and was just like, yeah, say it again. Huh? I love you. Huh? Say it again. <laughs> it was just like a love fest. Honestly. Yeah. So like goes very well. But not to the level that I thought, like, oh, it's immediately over. It still wasn't confident. I wasn't getting, like, confidence from Tasha that she knew. That it was 100%. Yeah. Yeah, but then minutes later, she's like, we weren't even paying attention. We were, like, in the middle of talking or saying something. And then I was like, wait, she just said, it's just not Ben. And I was like, where yeah, did this we missed come from? That. We missed that. And so she just drops that kind of randomly. I think it's the next morning after her date with Zach. And she's like, I've got to go tell him now. So, like, they don't even have the date. She just comes to his hotel room to basically tell him that it's... He's not the one. He's not the one. And he's not shocked. Um, it's like, well, he's a little shocked. He definitely like, says some you, things. He's like, I thought like, it was going to be, I thought this was going to go another way, but. His face is like lit up and you just see the life like come out of him. And I'm like. His soul left his body in that moment. You just, like you just saw the disappointment, which was so sad because I think he like, he just got brought, brought back in. So he had like hope and then he's like, oh, okay. We're just not even gonna. Yeah. really try i guess which sucks but i don't know he he seems less emotional and less i don't know he seems more okay with the decision this go around and i think maybe that's because he feels like okay he did all that he can do and like they gave it their best shot whereas last time it felt kind of like leaving things open-ended he didn't get to say or do all that he could yeah. at least now he's like i know that it was just not me yeah, I, I said all I could say. I did all the things, and she's still not feeling it. So that's that. Yeah, but, like, Taisha too, also does not seem that emotional, which, again, leads me back to feeling like they were just never quite on the same page to the same level because you would think with your final It's not, two, like, a super cheerful goodbye. No, not at all. Like, she's, like she's kind of sad, but we don't get a big cry or anything like that. I mean, she Nowhere cried more. Nowhere near the cry for Brendan or for Bennett. Or Blake. Or Blake. <laughs> that's so true. So, Nowhere near that kind of emotion from her. Yeah, so that's what feels like, okay, yeah, maybe this was not it. Because if there's not that much emotion from either side, don't get me wrong. I think they both definitely cared for each other and maybe even loved each other, but just not in a soulmate kind of way doesn't 
I don't get that feeling. Yeah. I don't know. Something didn't quite click. Sit right. Yeah. But then we're rolling up on the end. I mean, we're like, okay, well, we only have one guy left. There's only one option. It can only go one way. And spoiler alert at this point, obviously, Zach's the one. And she, Tasha, is, you know, getting ready. She does her whole thing. You know, Neil Lane comes back. Zach picks out a, a ring. Beautiful. The whole thing. But... Still, when Tasha like, you know, meets Chris Harrison right before she goes to stand in her little platform, like, she's like, she's crying. so odd. It's like a weird, like, crying, and he's like, we can't, What's like, wrong? tell what her emotion is. She's really hard to read. Yeah. She's kind of crying. She's like whimpering. <laughs> but, anyways, Zach does have a really sweet interaction with her talking about how he's going to choose her every single day for years and years to come forever and ever and when he gets up there because right he gets up there yeah they have this moment i mean there's only one person to get out of the limo so i mean we know it's zach but yeah like zach gets up there he does have like a really cute speech about choosing her every day and you know that's something she's like talked about a lot um and i mean yeah it's just really cute There's one moment where she has this dramatic pause, which we don't know whether or not how edited how edited that is or how long, but we did audibly gasp out loud because we thought that she was going to say like she didn't love him or something, but yeah. turns out it's all good. It's all good. She just goes, um, I don't just love you. It's more than that. And we're like, oh, okay, all is right in the world. Yeah. They're very sweet together. And Zach proposes. She accepts. Um... And I think, like, in this moment, in the proposal, I mean, obviously, we know it's him at this point. But I think this is really the point where we, like, we all get it. I don't know if it's just, like, maybe they haven't shown certain, like, clips with Zach. And in this moment, we're just, like, seeing the full, raw, unedited kind of version of the two of them together. But, like, I don't know. You can just see the energy between the two of them and that they really get each other, that they're really excited to be with each other, and that they're both, like, 110% in on it. Yeah, like committed. They, they just click. It just kind of like fits well. Again, I I didn't see this really coming, but yeah. it, now it makes sense. Yeah. They they seem to balance each other out. And at one point, Tasha Tasha, sorry, <laughs> is like he's the gas and I'm the brakes. Like <laughs> yeah, because like a minute after the proposal, he's like so kids. I'm like. He's like, so let's make some pretty babies. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Sir, it has been a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, Zach's, Zach's older, so he probably is going to be on the baby train. His his cl- clock is ticking a little bit faster than hers is probably. Yeah, so, but, like, overall, the perfect kind of bachelor fairy tale ending that I think we've kind of, like, missed for a while yeah like, we've had so much drama the past two seasons in the finale that we're not we're not used to this we're not used to this being like wow okay so she got what she wanted all right um and like there's no after the final rose and really i mean there's not a whole lot to recap anyway so i mean it kind of makes sense yeah and I, but we don't really like know where they stand i mean we assume and hope they're still together we hope everything is well but we don't really know i guess we're just gonna have to find out like time will tell good morning america like i'm sure they probably because there wasn't a final rose i'm sure with abc they like have to wait until tomorrow to unless they're on like a late show but i don't think they are because they didn't preview no, that i think it's good morning america yeah so i feel like that's when we'll hear i don't think we'll see anything like on social media tonight yeah so we'll just have to keep our eyes peeled for any news on zach and Tasha. yeah but, but hope like i hope they're still together because i really do like them together yeah overall I think Tasha solid was, season. Yeah, it was a really solid se- season. I think Tasha did an excellent job. She was like the perfect balance of all the things we needed in a Bachelorette, and still entertaining to watch. 
especially given the circumstances that we're in with COVID and they're kind of being like less to do. I still think we got a good season out of everything. And we also had a really good group of guys too. Yeah. Really, really good group of guys. And I think this just like sets the bar pretty high for the seasons to come because I really, really enjoyed the season. Even though it's not what we're used to, the circumstances were way different. The dates and everything were obviously not nearly what they have been in the past. I'm just hoping that going forward, the realness level stays as is because yeah. I think I think the older age of the contestants and I think kind of like the less glitzy, glamorous part the more of more stripped down made it more real and that's what kind of like exposed people for who they really were and made it more genuine and just better. Just better. like there was no scenic atmosphere to get wrapped up in you can't be like wow we're in the swiss alps this is amazing i think i'm in love with you it's like yeah we've been in the same hotel for 12 weeks now and yeah this is how i feel yeah yeah i it was good it was just good overall i mean we started off with claire and i know not everyone loved claire and maybe it wasn't all of our favorite to watch necessarily but even claire looking back on it like i commend her for making the decision that she did because I think she did what was best for her. And, like, honestly, you you can't hate on that at all, again, regardless of what our TV viewing experience was. Yeah. She she said what she said, and she And got, they're still together. And she so. got what she wanted. So, yeah. Yeah, I think... I mean, she's a success story. Yeah. 12 out of 10 season. I mean, we're about to go straight into... Bachelorette, so this is also unprecedented that we will just be skipping from one to the next. You mean Bachelor, but yeah. Yes, to the Bachelor. Yeah. So that just brings us to our next point that, you know, it it is the finale. We're going to be taking a little hiatus just for one week. Don't miss us too much. Um, but next time you hear from us, we will still be on our Bachelor Nation-ish, so... Hopefully you're not too tired of it. We'll sprinkle in some other life experiences, of course, but we'll be starting um, to talk about Matt James starting the week of the 8th. Yes, that will be the first Friday. So um, I think it's the 4th that his season starts to air. So that's a Monday. And then our episode will come up on Friday. And we'll be here with all of our comments, all of our thoughts. And, and we'll all be of here. And we'll have a guest. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah, I think we'll wrap it up now. Um, Thank Merry, you, guys. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Sorry. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, but also, like, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this, like Sierra said, concludes. This is the finale of not only Bachelorette, but Girls Gone Gab. And so, um, you know, this has been a fun new little project. Just just for funsies and we appreciate all of you guys tuning in and listening and we've had a lot of fun and we can't wait to do more of this in 2021. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You said it and I will just say one last thing. Um, If you're looking to give Mackenzie and I um, a gift of any kind this season, this holiday season, um, it's free and you could just leave us a review. Honestly, that's all you need to do. Yeah. Leave us a review. Um, be be kind because we're sensitive. Um, if you don't know how to do it, let us know. We'll teach you. Yeah, don't be hateful. Don't be hateful. Don't be rude. We're not taking that energy. <laughs> we're not taking that energy into 2021, okay? So let's spread love and we can't wait to see you next time. Peace.